This is the M6P with your host Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. Jared Houdini Mayo, how are you? Andy Kirby! What's up, dude? <laughs> how you doing, man? Dude, it's so good to hear your voice. Tell me about it. It's, I mean, it's it's equally as pleasing to hear your voice, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I thought you really wanted me to just tell you about how good it was to hear your voice. Please, like, go on. Tell, well, me, like, tell me about my Louis Lewis voice. Yeah, I thought you might have an accent by the time I talk to you next. I do catch myself saying my TH is a little bit different. I do. I will admit that. Now, how would how do you catch yourself saying them? Elizabeth instead of Elizabeth or uh, Wits, because I don't know. I don't know. The Togolese don't yeah. say don't say the TH. Now that's interesting. Jennifer and I are watching The Crown on Netflix, uh, and they say Elizabeth, and it drives us crazy when they say it. We're like, just pronounce her name. <laughs> Who were these people that are mispronouncing it? Where are they from? Uh, Queen's English. Oh. Was, was, Togo at one, was Togo ever under English rule? No, it was German and then French. Hmm, I wonder why they say uh, they don't pronounce their THs. I don't know, but I mean, their their English is, well, Ghana is uh, was under England rule, and that's probably where they learned their England from. So it's crazy. You cross the border, not that I've done this, because it's illegal right now, but once you cross oh. the border from Togo into Ghana, it magically changes from French to English. It's just like that. <laughs> so, it's like wait, the same so it's illegal? Group. Is that because of the coronavirus? <laughs> yes. Yes, silly. That's why it's illegal. Okay, okay. I thought maybe they were like at war with each other or something. Not yet, no. Is it coming? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't, I guess I gotta be careful what I say. Who knows, right? Who knows what's going on? No, it is not coming anytime soon. I think the Ghanaian and the Togolese are on fairly good terms. They're really... I got to be careful saying this because I don't know what I'm talking about. But the southern part of Togo and the southern part of Ghana are uh, primarily, or a large portion of them, are the same tribe anyway. The Ewe or Ewe people. And where are you in that region? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And so they okay. have, there's two primary groups down here right now. The Ewe and the Kabye. And the Ewe or Ewe, it depends how you want to say it. Uh, they kind of, the Kabye moved down here from further up north and they said you know can we have some of this land we'll rent it from you we'll farm and then over time they got some of the land and so the the land laws down here are really crazy uh just because if i sell you the land i still own all the trees and i still own like everything on the land but you get to live here until i kick you off or until my kids kick you off or they were like you know we know you bought the land from dad but really it goes back to me because and then you got to buy the land for the kids and then you got to buy the yeah Oh, yeah. Unless you take it to title, which is a huge, long thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's, uh, you know, I know that uh, we've only had a few episodes since you've moved. If you have not heard our podcast since Andy moved, Andy, where are you right now? Oh, good question. I am in the plateau region of Togo, which is a country in West Africa. And so I live. So you're over Togo. Yes, I I live at a hospital compound, uh, like a missionary hospital, a Baptist hospital, um, in near the town of Adeta, which is near the village of Chico, which is near the sub-village of Tolome. So. Chico, that's where Eric Kramer's from. 
No, it is not. Chico, California. What? Well, it's spelled differently, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, okay. And so how long have you been there? A year? Two days ago. It's been a year. Two days. So you're coming up on your second Christmas then. Yes. Second Christmas here. Right. Second and birthday. What, how do they do? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that this birthday is a they... little bit better than last birthday. I'm just hoping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're a little more acclimated. You should be good to go now. Well, last birthday, did I tell you what happened? Like how the kids, like they, we get here and then like, you know, two weeks later, they're like, okay, we're all going to sing at the hospital. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, but tell us again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> It'll be good. it's a good story. <laughs> it's a good story. It's sad though. So we go to this hospital and it's where I work every day now, so I'm very used to it. And I'm sure that the people that took us there uh at the time were very used to it also. But it was it was a huge slap in the face. Not 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 like a like a insulting way, but it was just a, a stark reality that my kids and some of the other kids were not ready for. And uh, we almost had some kids pass out, and like you know, there's no air circulation or anything like that in this hospital. And so like the smells and the dim lighting and just how uh, dark it was and kind of the things that they saw. Um, you know, people people are hurt. People are hurt. Um, and the care is not the same as in the United States. And there's people lying on the floor and everything. So, you know, it just, we almost had kids pass out and like just one kid turned completely green. And then like my daughter, like just uncontrollable crying because she just couldn't, she like panicked and like she lost, you know, like when you get like heat stroke and you don't know what's going on and you're just like, oh, that kind of happened to her. And so she started crying. I had to take her outside. And so anyway, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> so what? What? Uh, what's a, a Togolese Christmas? They Christmas is not really big here. New Year's is is okay. a huge celebration. So it's I'm still trying to understand like what the missionaries have brought to the culture and what is uh, natively cultural to them. Um, I think everybody, like the hospital, it's a Baptist hospital, but still sometimes they get Muslim holidays off. Um, and that's just because hmm. the government says, yeah, it's a holiday because it's a Muslim holiday and we have, you know, a significant population of Muslims here. And so, I mean, nobody complains about getting off of work. But, you know, then they have Christmas because it's a Christian holiday and we have a significant number of Christians in the population of Togo. And, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's a huge deal, um, but New Year's is, is, a, is a big deal. That's, that's the big thing. That's the big thing, man. Like, even in the hospital, people wait to come into the hospital because they're saving up their money for a New Year's celebration. And then they'll come into the hospital if they have enough money left over after year. Okay. I see. Yeah. So they don't talk. Do they take insurance? Is is insurance a thing in Togo? No, it is not a thing. Not a thing. It's not a thing. No. And neither is... So that's... I mean, neither is credit cards or anything. I mean, it's cash. Everything's cash. And what do they use? What's their currency in Togo? Uh, it's This is confusing. It's the West African franc, but it's called the CFA, which CFA. Uh, but then if you look on Excel, like if you're trying to do calculations in Excel, it's XOF. And sometimes on posters, you'll see FCFA. So it's all the same, but there's different, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's different... Uh, there's different deni- or words for the same denomination. I'm not sure why. I haven't figured that out yet. And it's not a. Is it different than a French franc? It is. Yeah. And then there's okay. 
As far as I know, also, there's East African franc, too. So there's French francs, there's West African francs, and there's East African francs. Now, in June, we were supposed to change currencies to something called the Echo. But when COVID happened, I don't think, I don't know what happened with that. Echo got thrown out. I yes. Getcha. No more Echo. Interesting. Okay. So, all right. So, um, Togo isn't big on Christmas, but with you guys being an American family, will it still be a big thing for you? Or will you more gravitate towards New Year's? <laughs> we'll probably like keep how- we'll probably keep a low profile either way to be honest with you i mean we in our shipping container that we brought over we packed a a fake tree and we set it up and we have some we bought some christmas lights that are you know 220 volt uh we went down to the Capitol and tried to get some decorations but it's you know i mean it's dude it's reaching it's like reaching 97 100 degrees in the day so you know it's not super christmasy yeah in at night i I wasn't sure it gets all the way down to the 80s at night Woohoo! Oh my god. That's why you've lost 25 pounds. <laughs> Dude, I was talking to Jack. Like, everything is just exhausting. Everything you do. Like, I go to bed wiped every night at like 9 30. <laughs> like, I can't oh. do anything. I think, it's, I think it's because even trying to communicate with other people is just so exhausting. Because I don't know French. So I'm trying to learn French. And then in my, like, I'm trying to learn a couple phrases in Eve, and now we're going to a Kabye church, and I don't know any Kabye, so I got to start learning that. Uh, there's a people group that keeps coming to the hospital that really, like, hardcore Muslim, but they keep coming here from, like, seven hours away, and they're a nomadic tribe, the Fulani. No one here speaks Fulani, and so then you got to get a translator that, like, if the Fulani knows some other language, and then you got to get somebody that knows some other language that can translate into Eve that can translate into English. So it's a it's an interesting thing, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Just just have everyone do English. I find that's easiest. Right, yeah. Why don't you speak English? Why don't you speak standard? But I, like right. you know what's crazy. Alright, so tell you this story. So we had a young man approach us and he's one of the security guards here and he's a pastor's son of a church that's probably an hour, an hour and a half away. And he was like, I really want to teach the kids French. That's what my training is in. I went to Ghana to Accra, which is the capital of Ghana, and studied how to teach English uh, or teach French to English speakers. And I I would like to practice. Is that okay? And so we're talking with him and saying, yeah, that's fine. We'll see if there's any interest for the missionary kids and their families and everything. So the first day was yesterday, and he's going and going and going. And I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, he's only got 10 minutes left in this class. These kids got to go home because it's after school. And he's nowhere near being done. I mean, I can't see him wrapping this up. And so finally I was like, "Uh, Monsieur, cinq minutes which is five minutes. And um, probably all of our, anybody who listens to this that knows French, they're probably cringing. Um, <laughs> and he like comes back to me and he's like, what do you, what do you mean? I, I have a whole nother hour. I was like, oh no, no, it's one hour. He was like, I thought I had two hours. So then that was an issue. I was like, oh no, no, it's one hour. That's what we talked about. Like, cause we had hashed all this out ahead of time. So then he was like really embarrassed and everything. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's no problem. It's no problem. I'm sorry. And so then he comes today. And then at the end of class, he's like, 
okay, well, we'll see everybody tomorrow. And we were like, oh, no, no, no. It's Mondays and Tuesdays for one hour. He's like, I thought it was five days a week I was doing this. And we're like, no. Like, so even this guy who knows English, it's just exhausting trying to communicate because even if you know the same language and you're different cultures, it's, 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 oh it, you get so easily messed up. So anyway, yeah. and then, but these people here are so smart, dude. Like the only reason they don't know something is because they're not educated on. It. So, but their mental capacity, there are people here that know four or five languages at the drop of a hat and they can switch in between them. Like mm. I'll be in a meeting. They'll be speaking English to me. Then they'll turn around to everybody and do French. Then they'll turn to the next person and do Eve. Uh, and, and then, you know, they either know Kabi or they know another. The lady I work with, she knows five different languages and she switches back and forth. Her husband's Rwandan. So, like, she's speaking. It's it's nuts. These people are so smart. Wow. That's it, amazing. I'm like a loser. But it's it's crazy because when you're walking or traveling or driving, you see these naked five-year-olds running around with machetes oh. and and just, I mean, like, they're barely clothed and they have machetes and you're like, what is going on here? Like, it's so primitive, but it's it's not. I mean, they're super smart. It's just, they don't have much, you know? Yeah. Wow. It's wild, man. So here's one, and... more, here's one more story, and then I'm going to ask you, I want to ask you something. And this could, be a, this could be a long episode. I told Jackie, I was like, listen, I don't know when I'm coming home. There's a lot on the agenda. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so there's, you know, there's police and military and government check. So the church that we go to up north, it's a good 45-minute drive away, which to a Togolese person, that drive is like super-duper long. Like, oh, my goodness, where are we going? So um, we've been taking a couple people to church each week. Um, and the reason why we go that far is because this church literally has like 20 people, including the kids, and probably like seven adults and 13, and that's the whole church. So we're going. We're trying to encourage them. Um, we go. They're so patient with us. They tell us when the service is done because we don't know. You know, they're like, okay, fini. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, all right. Um, so, but on the way home, we got stopped by the military. And they're like, you don't respect COVID. And you have way too many people in this. And they're like, and you're going to have to pay us something to, to let you go. Or else we're going to, you know, write you a paper and arrest. And like, this is commonplace. They stop people. They usually don't stop our vehicles because we have a good reputation. We have a sticker on our vehicle that's for the hospital. And they know to kind of leave us alone because we kind of built up that over the hospital's been here for 30 35 years and so they kind of leave us alone but they definitely pulled us over i don't speak their language he kind of spoke english we had somebody who spoke cabier in the back but he was kind of scared and didn't speak up that much and so trying to communicate with them and um the guy in the back who we were taking to church, he's like, he, he asked for something. And I was like, well, what, what did he ask for? And he's like, you know, like money or something to let you go. And he said, you know, because he's he's been out in the sun all day. I was like, oh, you've been in the sun all day? Oh, here. And so I handed him a bottle of water and a bunch of bananas. And I was like, oh, yes, definitely in the sun. And then, like, he stopped me, the, the military guy. They're called gendarme. The gendarme stopped me and he's like, listen, because you are a religious man, I will let you go, but you cannot have this many people in the car again. Uh, he said, but because you are, rel- I will let, like he was telling me like, <laughs> you are, you know, like I'm the ball and I'm doing you a face. So next time, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So this kind of really freaked Jackie out a little bit. Um, Cause I mean, they get, I mean, they're military. They got, they got rifles. There was another guy looking in the car and pointing at Felicity and saying like this, this woman, this woman, like, you know, you got to be careful. Right. And, uh, sure. So anyway, that was interesting, but 
it, it freaked Jackie out a, a lot more than it freaked me out. And I, I was like, well, I mean, if they wanted if they wanted money, if they pressed the issue, I was going to give them money and just go, what can you do? Yeah. Right? I'm not going to let them take my kids. So Right. Right. What choice do you have? Right. So anyway, that was, that's an interesting. We got to, we, we've been, we've been down lately just because of the holidays and, you know, we're far from family and everything like that. Um, but we are really encouraged about this church. So we're very excited to go to this church. And even though we don't, but the, the, the people seem to like us and they, they even asked us if there was a song that our family would like singing is huge here, man. So like mm. they asked us if our family wanted to get up and sing a special song for everybody. And the girls are like, please no but we sang a kid song <laughs> you know like read your bible pray every day and you grow 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 you know that one Mm-mm, no oh, it's like read your bible pray every day pray every and you'll grow 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 and so like we had the kids come up and this is like in a bamboo hut you know what i mean like yeah a bamboo building we um, the kids came up and like you crouch on the floor and then when you grow you like get taller and taller and taller and then the next next verse is neglect your bible forget to pray and you shrink 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 so anyway Mm. they seem to really like that and so we're really excited about this church and now that covid restrictions are a little bit lifted we can travel and so we've been going to this church and then all of a sudden boom a huge like well you can't take everybody you can't take your whole family this seat this car doesn't have enough seats and so that was kind of a a slap to us you know but we'll do it. We'll we'll do rotations or something. We'll, we'll, we'll bring. But more. with you you being a religious man, you should be able to get through. You are a religious man because <laughs> you are a pastor. I'm like oh boy, <laughs> and just like cast the demon out of him right there. <laughs> right before I came over here, I got a text from uh, the head of the hospital, um, the Togolese head of the hospital, and he's like, "You have something to present to everybody tomorrow, right? At our at our uh, devotional time." And I was like i can (laughs) but i wasn't planning on it you know because i don't speak french and he was was like oh i'll translate for you i'll translate for you i was like "Ah, all right so it it's uh it's interesting you know because you know i don't speak the language so no so oh boy um anyway i wanted to ask you enough about me let's talk about you you texted me and said that you are hearing and learning more about conspiracy theory oh gosh andy (laughs) what does this mean and uh, lay it on me bro oh my gosh i don't know that i wanted to do that this episode (laughs) uh we're a comic book podcast right (laughs) yes but we yes you don't have to say anything specific. I'm very interested where your curiosity lies. Oh, well, so, I mean, I think I talked about it a little bit. I think maybe the last podcast, I can't remember. Um, in just that, I think by calling, uh, you know, other other opinions conspiracy theories, it automatically just negates that thought just by you by calling it a conspiracy theory, you know? Sure. It should just be somebody's opinion or another way of looking at a topic or someone else's thoughts but when you say a conspiracy theory it automatically is like tinfoil hats and the person is crazy and it just kills any validity by by associating that name with it you know so i hate using that word that term conspiracy theory but that's what people understand right now it's just a different way of looking at things i just uh i guess you know the covid 19 and and the way that information has been disseminated about various topics has just kind of made me open my eyes a little bit more 
about uh, what is the truth and what sources say and and backing up your sources and just kind of hearing what other people think about things just because you've been taught one thing your entire life in history class or in science class doesn't mean that you can't investigate it and ask questions and look into it a little more deeply does that make sense that does make sense now i'm gonna pin you down on some specifics i won't i won't say anything i will i will ask i know you're nervous i won't ask you about the election i won't ask you about anything like that i'm going i'm going old old school conspiracy theory okay well here's the other thing before you start so the other thing is that you know we live in such a divided uh not only country but world right now that if you have a, a opinion different from someone else's you're automatically uh, people turn against you or people don't want to hear you get canceled basically you know so I guess yes just my biggest concern about sharing too much is that you know if I have a different opinion then maybe uh, one of our viewers or one of our fans who have loved the episode you know listening to us for years or whatever that then you know they they don't hear anything else that we have to say because Jared thinks differently about a topic does that make sense that does make sense, yes. And so let me preface this by saying <clears throat> I I feel like if anybody has listened to us at all, uh, they know a couple things about us. Number one, we love comics. We love our we love Marvel comics, right? We love our characters. Right. We love our stories. Um, we don't always agree with the things that go on in it, uh, but that leads us to number two. Number two is we're Christians. We believe that Jesus came and died for our sins, and if you believe that if, if he takes the penalty for our sin and we say, you know what, we can't do it, God, I'm going to accept this free gift that he took my penalty for my sins um, and he rose from the dead, then you're saved. And you don't have to worry about your sin anymore because God looks at Jesus' righteousness. So that's number two. So basically, anything that we believe, we're looking at it through the lens of the Bible. Ultimately, politics doesn't matter. Uh, Ultimately, back and forth, disunity, all this stuff doesn't matter. What matters is uh, the word of God, what Jesus did. And so it's all going to come back to that. So if somebody disagrees with us, at least they can say, well, I know where they're coming from. They're coming from the Bible and they're not coming from, I hate this person or uh, this person won the election and this person didn't and there's a conspiracy here. That's Those are secondary, tertiary issues. The issue is that we love God, Jesus died for our sins, uh, and we want to share that good news with anybody who's going to listen so that they can have that joy as well and have their sins forgiven as well. And we love Marvel Comics. I mean, that's basically it, right? Right. Yeah, and, and we don't... The other thing is we don't expect people to think like we do. We don't expect people to have to believe like we do. That's just how we are. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're always going to get... Look, I tell you out here... I'm with a bunch of missionaries, and I can honestly say I don't think any other missionary out here thinks the same way that Jackie and I think. And we're all we're all reading the same Bible. We're all like I gotta be careful saying that, but like we agree on salvation, but there's so much we disagree about just in this little community, and we're all on the same page. So right. obviously everybody's gonna have different opinions. So, but that's not a big deal. There's there's more important things out there. So good deal. That being said, I understand what you mean. What I am going to ask you about is what are the the conspiracy theories that you are interested in, like the old school classic ones, like let's say Loch Ness Monster, uh, Bigfoot, Flat Earth, Moon Landing, uh, JFK assassination, UFOs, those in 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 those categories. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so of those, uh, JFK and uh, the Moon Landing, those those two, I. Bigfoot and 
Loch Ness, I don't really care about. Um, <laughs> it, it's what it's whatever. They're the closest to the X Men that we got, and you don't care about them. Oh, I mean, it, to me, that's not a. They're not a big deal. Like whether somebody <laughs> listen up, Squatch, as... you're not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, whether he's real or not, like it's not a huge deal. Whether there's a a dinosaur that lives in a lake, you know, in Europe, who who cares? But you know, if <laughs> if something like you know, an, you know, our president was assassinated by the intelligence community of our own government, or our government faked the moon landing for nefarious purposes yeah that that stuff is like more important i think does that make sense like on a scale it's more important that kind of stuff so are you interested or do you actually care about them both yeah yeah i definitely care and i'm interested uh i'm interested in the truth i've always been interested in in the ultimate truth what is you know i don't don't feed me don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining pee on my leg and tell me hey i'm peeing on your leg you know it's disgusting (laughs) <laughs> you ever heard that phrase before <laughs> not so eloquently put no uh, that's what i do i'm very eloquent <laughs> clearly so but you know but talking with you i mean i've talked with you over the years about stuff and i've kind of been like okay and, but i but i've listened i've always just been like uh, you know i'll listen to what you have to say but it seems far-fetched because until you have really looked into stuff and read up on stuff and thought about stuff it i mean it's just ignorance basically like i feel like i was very ignorant to a lot of things and i feel like i've been more open and into listening about uh alternative theories i'm not sure how to take that that's kind of like a complimentary insult well i don't mean to insult you but that's why i'm just trying to say like it it wasn't you know ignorance is bliss and that is a, a a sentence that i didn't understand uh up until like the past two years like just being on the other side of the equation uh you know was blissful and then as you read and you learn more things and you're like oh my gosh it was much better if i didn't know this stuff (laughs) but now that my eyes are open i'm knowing things like now i feel like i'm losing my mind (laughs) yeah yeah i I can see that interesting it, it wasn't designed to uh to be uh, negative towards you at all. It oh, was I'm not just offended. Like, you, I'm don't, not offended. you don't know what you don't know. Sure. Is another phrase that I like to use. So um, the girls were learning something, I think, last year when their teacher was like, well, everybody agrees pretty much that we all landed on the moon. And my daughters, like, both looked at each other from across the classroom, like, uh. And then they came home and told us that. And I was like, well, why'd you look at each other? And they were like, well, we know that you feel like we didn't. I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Like, first of all, I'm surprised that you know that. But secondly, I'm just skeptical. And here are the reasons why. I don't know the truth but i think it's i think it's good to be skeptical about this and Mm -hmm. they were like right that's why we looked at each other and then (laughs) so anyway and then i a couple weeks ago maybe a couple months ago i can't i don't know but jackie was like you know like some people believe the earth is flat and then she stopped and she looked at me and she was like do you you don't believe the earth flat right andy And I was like, well, I can see that there's some evidence and that there's these things. And I don't know. The Bible says this, which I, it could be a metaphor. I mean, you know, I don't know. And she's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Jackie. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I've watched a lot of X-Files, so I know what's going on. <laughs> Right. Dude, have you read this? Have you read these news articles about that, like, the the Israeli, um, like, Space Command guy? Yes. The retired general? Okay, what do you yes. think about, what do you think about that? 
I don't know what to think about that. What I mean, because I think there are some people that really are mental, you know. That you know, but <laughs> not everybody. What they say is true. Totally, yeah. Like you can't just like yesterday. Somebody tweeted something that they said. Well, they they tweeted that President Trump had pardoned Julian Assange, and so it went viral like fast. But I got on the guy's Instagram. I said, "You got a source? Like it's just one person saying it." But within an hour, all these accounts had retweeted it well then this guy who started the tweet came out like three hours later and said i had bad information sorry i shouldn't put that out there oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's kind of a big deal right, you know yeah. you can't believe everybody for face value Nope. No. No. Well, do oh. you want to talk a little about comic books? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, hold I got one more. To, I got one more to ask you. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this one is more recent. So, um, Jeffrey Epstein is he alive yeah. or dead? I think he's probably dead. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I think he's dead. Occam's Razor would probably say that it's just easier to kill the guy than letting him loose for some reason. Wait, what's an Occam's Razor? Oh. Occam's razor is that the the simplest answer is probably the correct answer. Like the simplest oh. reasoning, like it just mm. the simplest reasoning is look, this guy's gonna blab. Yeah, let's kill him instead of like oh there was a huge like cover up and they snuck him out and now he's living in Mexico because there was like a sighting of him in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, yeah. so Occam's okay. razor is like he's a loose end. Why take a chance? Kill the dude, you know? Yeah. So maybe we'll need to do a new podcast that's all about alternative theories. I guess so, but that's a good way to get canceled, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like outside of the i've definitely convinced jackie like not to 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 think the way but to think like okay all right there's there's no hope <laughs> like i'm like no 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 i'm not saying that i'm not saying that uh, just so. think critically just don't believe everything you read resource it look it up see if it makes sense to you if it doesn't make sense figure out why it doesn't make sense and if it doesn't make sense even after that maybe it's not true did you did you happen to listen to those things i sent you oh no not yet uh, okay. no right. no you just sent them to me like three hours ago oh really no that was yesterday or four hours i don't know that was you yesterday what? that was yesterday well i opened up your message this morning uh okay all right <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right this is the m6p it is a comic book podcast what <laughs> yes you can visit our website vm6p.com you can follow us on twitter at the m6p or you can email us go ahead email us at m6plc at gmail.com also you can leave us a review on itunes where you find these podcasts we haven't had a review in a while you know we're to the point, I think this is episode 128 or something like that. Yes. We, we've been on the air, so to speak, for how long? 10 years? 12 years? 10 or 11. It might be 11. It might even be 12. Because I think... Okay. I think 2008 was our first. So, oh I mean, it's it's been 12 years. We're kind of to the point where it's <laughs> like, okay, we, we talk about what we want to talk about. You know, it's been 45 minutes. It's been who, who knows how long. We, we haven't talked about comics yet. Um, I got... I got very offended by my oldest daughter, who is 15, okay? <laughs> I was walking in the house, and she was like, Hey, Dad, Dad, I got, I got a question for you. I was like, Yeah? She was like, You know that podcast you do? Yes. What? What's the name of it? Like, what? What's the name <laughs> of it? The one that I've been doing for 12 years? What's the name of it? The one that you've been, I've been doing since you were three years old? She was like, yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't remember. And Jackie just busted out laughing. He thought it was funny. Glad I could make her day. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, you can also check us out on all the social media platforms. And until we're banned, of course. <laughs>
on <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All of those were, were called the M6P. And uh, you can also be a part of our show. We love to have phone calls and interact with uh, our, our fun-filled fans. You can give us a call at 616-755-TINA. You leave us a message and we will play it on the air. All right, we are also sponsored by, believe it or not, we still have a sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. The best place, especially now, especially with COVID, it is the best place to get your new single issues, your floppies, if you will, as they call them. Uh, You order two months in advance, go to uh, DCBService.com, order two months in advance, and because they get such high volume and such specific amounts you can get a 40 percent discount on your marvel single issues um they also have a sister site instocktrades.com you order a certain amount you get free shipping it's fantastic it's exactly what it is dcbservice.com and instocktrades.com they're amazing they are they're awesome we're also sponsored by uh community retail partnership you can check them out at crpsavings.com. We're sponsored by Michael Webb Solutions. You, for all of your uh, SEO and marketing needs, michaelwebbsolutions.com. And lastly, our Marvelous Box at themarvelousbox.com. For $25 every quarter, you get over $100 of Marvel graphic novels delivered to your front door. I love the Marvelous Box. It is it is good. It's one of the best values out there. And the books are in pristine condition. And uh, we have somebody who curates the books for you so if you got wolverine volume one last time and you liked it then guess what you're going to get next time wolverine volume two so anyway i know that uh jared actually goes to painstaking effort to try to make that happen now quantities are limited during covid so get your orders in soon and where, where is that again the marvelous box.com or is it marvelous the marvelous box the marvelous box.com all right awesome what do we have on the agenda for today sir well i think we're going to talk about uh the upcoming disney slate of marvel projects that was just released last week we're going to be discussing um 10 of swords or x of swords however you decide you want to pronounce it we're going to be taking a quick glance at king of black and amazing (laughs) spider-man sorry we got like a packed show (laughs) i know i know i know it's gonna go forever but you know maybe our fans really like it i don't know I got to go home and prepare a sermon, apparently, after, so. <laughs> in French. Oh, my. Yes, I'll, I'll have a translator. He'll, he'll clean it up for me. He knows. He knows. All right, so what do you want to tackle first, man? Uh, let's look at the Marvel projects. Let's do Does it. that work for you? Yes, that's the most exciting. What can you tell me? So so today, that the day that we're recording is December 15th, 2020. And last week, Kevin Feige, along with the rest of the Disney crew, unveiled all their Disney projects for the Disney the investor meeting they did it online so everyone was able to watch and participate and enjoy all the goodness as if you were a, an investor in disney so it was really cool to see all the projects from pixar and disney animation disney plus um, hulu all that kind of stuff but there was also a 25 minute segment dedicated just to all of the marvel projects which of course was our favorite and what we're going to be talking about today 
um, Kevin Feige outlined Marvel projects for Disney Plus and on the big screen and then made a couple teasers as well. So we can run down 2021 first and then kind of see what the what each person thinks of 2021 and we'll head over to 2022. Does that work for you? That sounds fantastic. Let's do it. All right. So 2021, our first Marvel Cinematic Project that we're going to be getting as 2020 had absolutely nothing new to offer from the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be WandaVision. And that will debut on January 15th on Disney+. Plus. It's six episodes, and I am really excited. I mean, I really feel like they could have like a Drax pretending to be invisible for six episodes, and I would be excited because I just haven't seen anything in MCU <laughs> for so long. You know, I'll just take whatever they want to give. Yes. Now, hopefully by that time, we will have uh, some solid internet here. I, I don't I don't know. Internet is extremely expensive here for the people who live here, but there are there's there's cables going up on the walls it's just the, they've been up there and they haven't made any progress in like two months so but hopefully i'll get to see these uh-huh. things yeah i kind of wondered how that would work for you yeah and then so, i gotta use a vpn too for disney plus but then also today uh today um Disney announced another show that's going to debut a week before WandaVision called Marvel Legends. It doesn't have anything to do with the action figure line, but what it will do is highlight various people, characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and kind of bring you up to speed on what they've been up to since they first debuted. Uh, So it's going to be kind of like a repackaged I believe, you know, a Marvel movie show that spotlights different characters. And the first characters that they're going to they're gonna spotlight are Scarlet Witch and The Vision in hey. anticipation. WandaVision debuting the next week. So, so I, I, that'll be, I like those kind of recap shows. Yeah. Yeah. What's the release schedule? Is it one episode per week? Kind of like they did with The Mandalorian? Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I wanted to binge it all, you know, Netflix style. So I guess that keeps subscribers. Certainly. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they do it. I just don't agree (laughs) (laughs) right so following division that's january 15th we have the falcon and winter soldier which will debut march 19th that's also a six episode show where we'll see the falcon winter soldier go up against baron zemo and we also know sharon carter and u.s agent make appearances and madripoor also will make its marvel cinematic universe debut see that's the show that i'm extremely in this is the this is the one right here i think that one totally. could be really cool but i i think it's i think it's going to be a ton of just mental breakdown uh but this one is going to be if it's anything like winter soldier it's going to be amazing yeah i think uh wandavision is going to be very trippy but i have a feeling it's going to kind of set the foundation for phase four of where stuff is going yeah, I think I agree. Uh, yeah. other thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, it was unfortunate because Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first uh, Disney Plus show that debuted. But then when COVID stopped uh, everything, uh, they went into delay. And also there was talks that there was some rewriting that had to happen on Falcon and Winter Soldier because part of the storyline dealt with a virus <laughs> that Ooh. gets out and threatens <clears throat> to shut down the world. So interesting. <laughs> the Mad Bomb, the Mad Bomb run of Captain America was supposedly going to be adapted. So it's probably good to redo that. So is that uh, a conspiracy theory? Because that was foretelling it. Well, but Mad Bomb was written in the '80s, so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> 
And then in May, we have two debuts, uh, possibly three, but two for sure. We've got Loki some at some point coming in May. And then Black Widow will finally see the big screen debut on May 7th. Yay! I have been waiting for this movie. Right. It's a year late, but man, I think it's going to be worth it. Right. Over a year late, yes. Yes, I cannot wait. I think this movie I just want to be in, I want to be in the movie theater and experience it opening night, you know, with everybody that's like, oh, no, and, and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. But then also on the Sony front, Morbius is expected to be released in May as well. Did did Kevin Feige talk about this? No, he didn't speak about anything related to Sony or Spider-Man during the Disney Investor Okay, meeting. interesting. They're working with Sony, but they're not distributing the movie. Sony is doing the distribution, so right. that was quelled. Huh. But we know that Vulture appears in Morbius, so really? the, the, the thought says, yeah, Michael Keaton is going to reprise Vulture in Morbius. And the thought process is that WandaVision is going to introduce the multiverse and different timelines. And that's how the Sony-verse will kind of be brought in. That, yeah, there is this alternate timeline, alternate universe, whatever, of these Spider-Man characters, and they can exist. Uh, but you don't necessarily have to watch them to know what's going on in, you know, Eternals or Captain Marvel or whatever. So, okay, so, so this brings me to a theory I had. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure I didn't come up with it alone. But do you think, <laughs> do you think at the end of of uh far from home that somehow he's not in his timeline or his universe and that's why it's the same j jonah jameson mm, i didn't think of that it's a great question okay. i don't know i don't know i hadn't thought of it like that i don't know how that would happen i don't know how they would explain that like something would have to happen at the exact same time because clearly it was mysterio who you know showed the footage and everything uh but he was talking about other dimensions i know it was a hoax but it'd be interesting if something happened at the same time and, you know, and kind of uh, crossed over dimensions. And so that's why you get J.J. Jameson. And, we'll, I mean, hopefully you can, even though it wasn't during the investor meeting uh, announcements, we can talk about the casting for the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. So who... I give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. So Alfred Molina, is right. was he, he casted to to reprise his role as Doc Ock? And then we have yeah, Jam Alfred. Jamie Foxx as Electro. Do we have anybody else confirmed? Because I heard rumor about Kirsten Dunst as MJ, and then if, if uh, a pregnancy permitted, then um, Emma Stone would be Gwen. Is that true? So uh, Kirsten Dunst is signed on. Emma Stone has not been officially signed on. But then we also have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as well. D that's confirmed? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but what? what will it be? Will it be cameos at the end? Will it be a legit you know spider-verse movie is it going to be something that's going to be announced like they're just doing cameos at the end but it's going to be announced that we're going to see something you know what, what's going to happen <laughs> dr strange is also making an appearance in spider-man 3 so i think that has something to do with it right what's the title of his movie the the, the mayhem the multiverse of mayhem or the May multiverse of madness multiverse of madness okay 
Right. Because I think it's just going to be crazy. I mean, this don't okay. So phase four and maybe even the whole saga because we had the you know the the Infinity Saga. Maybe this whole thing is the multiverse. And I I mean I know I'm jumping the shark here, jumping the gun here, but you know we had the Fantastic Four has been confirmed, and we don't know really know about the mutants yet. But I mean I think this is an opportunity to bring in everybody, right? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, Feige has the plan. Trust the plan. <laughs> Trust whatever it takes. <laughs> so. So after uh, Morbius, Loki, and Black Widow in May, we get a couple weeks to breathe, and then we hit Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which will debut on June 25th. We've got Woody Harrelson in there as Carnage. We got Venom, and then there's a lot of rumors going around that Tom Holland also is going to make an appearance. Hmm. I don't know. That first Venom movie was so bad. <laughs> it's so. It's so. It was so sad. I was. Ah, hopefully this one's better. I think Andy Serkis is supposed to be directing this one, right? He is, yeah, yeah. I think that lends some sort of credibility. You what? I think that lends some sort of credibility to it. Yeah, it would be weird and creepy. (laughs) Then the following month, on July 9th, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, where we're going to get to see the legit Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the Mandarin. Yes. And there's also lots of talk that Finn, Fan, Fo- Finn Fang Foom will make an appearance. Who doesn't want that? Uh, this guy wants that right here. Me. I'll pick that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then also, there's no date for this, but it's listed as a summer release. We have the animated What If show that will debut on Disney+. Plus. Right, 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 right. November 5th, we have The Eternals set to debut. And we have Spider-Man 3 in December on the 17th. And dates have not been released yet, but are listed as late 2021 are Ms. Marvel, the TV show for Disney+, and Hawkeye. Oh, interesting. So 2021, we've got <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 properties <laughs> coming from the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the Sony Universe in 2021. Once a month, you can have your your Marvel fill. That's pretty awesome. Right, right. I hope I get to enjoy these. Where I there's have... a will, there's a way. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I have been jonesing to rewatch Punisher, a uh, Netflix show, but... Mm. Alas, I can't I can't use the bandwidth. <laughs> well, speaking of the Netflix show, Charlie Cox has supposedly, and I'm going to report this with like a 95% to 99% certainty, Where's your signed on. <laughs> Mikey Sutton. Mikey Sutton is the man uh, that Charlie Cox has signed on to reprise his role as Matt Murdock for Spider-Man 3. Oh, dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be amazing. I'd be all about that. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was a great Daredevil, and but the thing is, they're not saying he's necessarily going to be Daredevil. That he right. might be Spider Man's lawyer. Oh, interesting. Because That'd you be know, cool. Spider Man killed. Yeah, I mean, Spider Man killed Mysterio, so he, will he have to go on trial for that? I also think that uh, we should see Foggy. I hope Foggy's in there. But not Karen. I don't want to ever see Karen again. I'm kind of with you on that. I can't tell if you're serious, but I'm I'm done with her. Oh, I couldn't stand her character. She. I was just like, kill her off. The night nurse. I couldn't <laughs> take the night nurse. The nightmares. The night nurse. Oh, the night nurse. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't like, like her. No, uh, uh-uh, no. She was the the Nick Coulson. She was the what? She was Coulson. That she she kind of put all the Netflix shows together. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's all right. But Coulson. I said Nick. The, I was like, what are you talking about? The the person <laughs> the person I could not stand the most was oh what is her name the one the girl from uh iron fist i forget her name electra not electra um colleen no 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 the 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 
Typhoid Mary? No, the daughter of the dragon. What's her name? The daughter of the dragon. What are the you talking a- about? The Asian girl that fought, like she joined that Fight Club and stuff. Colleen Wing. Oh, is that Colleen? My bad, no boy. Yeah, Grandpa, turn up your hearing aid. Yeah, what was that, boy? Yeah, <laughs> Colleen. No, I, the best character I think was Misty Knight. I think she was amazing. Oh, and I would take mm. a show just about her. Oh yeah, her. She had the best attitude and no nonsense. Oh, I liked her a lot. She was. She was great. Fantastic. I would take a show just Misty Knight. Yep. Yeah, I really enjoyed her too. That's awesome. I'm trying to figure out when are my like. See, the thing is, my oldest daughter. I'm a terrible parent. My oldest daughter is not interested in watching these shows. And but like pretty soon, I'm not going to be able to watch these things with my with my daughters because their college is right around the corner. And so my second daughter, who would be interested and who could take it, she's 13. I can't watch. I can't let her see. I don't well, know what to do. What do you mean because she's in college that she won't be interested? She won't be with me if she's in college. Where's she going to college? They got a college in Togo or what? She's going to go back to the States for college. Oh, okay. She's not going to live with me forever as much as I would want. I don't. You're like, I don't have kids. I don't know what this is like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's look at 2022. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 2022. Let's stay on track here. Uh, 2022. First, the first entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, co-starring Scarlet Witch. Uh, America Chavez will also be making an appearance, along with um, Baron Mordo and Wong. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. The gang is back together. What what month? That's March. March. The Multiverse of Madness is in March. March Madness? That's crazy. Right? I think they they plan that, you know? What are the chances? And then in May, the big tentpole movie will be Thor Love and Thunder, Ah. which will bring Christian Bale in as Gore the God Butcher. That'll be awesome. I I was not happy. I was not stoked about this movie. But having his character in there, I think is going to be really, really good. Have you read that yet? I've not. I've not. I've got it, but I haven't read it. All right. So the first 13 issues of that run is really good. And I know they bring him back later, um, but I've only read the first 13 issues of Jason Aaron's run on that. Okay. But it's fantastic. Uh, so then we, we get the month of June to breathe for a little bit, and then Black Panther 2 starts on July 8th. Chadwick Boseman will not be recast, uh, so everybody's got their, their money on uh, Shuri becoming the Black Panther. And that's what happened in the comics, though, right? It did, but the Shuri in the in the movie is much different than the Shuri in the comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands out. And then a, a project I'm really excited about is Blade. Blade doesn't have a release date, but it's in front of Captain Marvel 2, which comes out on November 11th. Huh. Mershala Ali will be playing Blade, and he played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Oh, that is confirmed? Nice. Yeah, he'll be great. He did amazing. He did amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. The first half of that season, season one was so great because of him. Him. And and, and Black Raya. Those two together, they just played off each other so well. He was a great villain. And then the second half, just without him, struggled. Yeah, Yeah, it's really struggling. And then the next uh, 100 projects for 2022 are announced for 2022, but they don't have dates yet. And that would be Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, um, She-Hulk for Disney+, Plus, Moon Knight for Disney+, Plus, Secret Invasion for Disney+, Plus, 
Ironheart for Disney Plus, Armor Wars for Disney Plus, and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> Woo! That's a lot. So they're doing Armor. They're doing Ironheart before Armor Wars. That's how it's listed. I don't know if maybe you know some of the technology from Ironheart will then dovetail into the Armor Wars. Uh, War Machine will be back and will be starring in Armor Wars, so that's kind of exciting. Huh. And, Man, uh, Samuel Moon Knight. Jackson. That's going to be you cool. what? Moon Knight is going to yeah. be cool. Yeah, I think that if anybody can pull off Moon Knight and the psychological different effects. I think Moon Knight is... It's going to be Marvel. They're going to be able to figure it out and do it great. Do they have anybody cast for that? Uh, I thought they have... I thought they did. What is his name? Let me look up his name real quick because it is escaping me right now. I I thought while you looked that up, I was thinking about who I would cast for Moon Knight. And I would hands down do Cillian Murphy. Oh, he'd be great. Yes. I think I think he would. He definitely oh, has that it's, uh, creep factor. It's... um. Isaac, Oscar Isaac, who played Apocalypse. Oh, huh. Okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll be great. I, I think he was, I, I just think Apocalypse did him wrong. He was so good in that other movie, he'll do great in this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think that he had the acting, he has the acting chops. And Apocalypse just didn't give him, like, he didn't look right. It, the script wasn't right. He didn't have the the gravitas, if you will, to play this godlike character of Apocalypse. True. Moon Knight, I think, perfect. Okay, all right. And then in 2023, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fantastic Four, and I Am Groot. I Am Groot is a movie? That I Am Groot is going to be a TV show for Disney+. Plus. They didn't say whether this is Baby Groot, if this is Big Groot, what's going on. That's all that they... They just kind of teased with that. And <laughs> then they ended the, the presentation with the Fantastic Four and said they're coming. <laughs> well, they got three years... Well, three years to get it right. Yeah. The kids, right. when I told and them then, about then, when I told them about Fantastic Four, they were like, "It's not the same one as that other one, right?" <laughs> like this last one, they they were like, "Is this even a Marvel? Is this even the Fantastic Four? It was terrible." So let me be honest with you, as I always am. <laughs> I just watched that Fantastic Four, the most recent Fantastic Four, maybe a month ago. Yes. And if I don't watch it as a Marvel movie, it's not as bad as I feel everyone has made it out to be. I feel like it's a decent sci-fi movie. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I hate to tell you this, but you're just wrong. (laughs) No, I I definitely... I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Star Wars. It's not, you know, anything like that. But it was, I was able to watch it and not feel like I wasted two hours of my life. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't feel that same way at all. (laughs) Dude, I watched the 1994 leaked, or 1996 leaked Fantastic Four movie that never was released. And I liked that one better than the... Really? Wow. I mean, But if you watch it and don't think about Fantastic Four, is it different? If you watch it and don't think about the characters or the title or what it's supposed to be, isn't it good? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, as a sci-fi movie, it's just like, okay, it's a decent sci-fi movie. But if I start thinking about the people of Johnny Storm and Sue Storm and Reed Richards, like, oh my gosh, not even close. You know, Doctor Doom, what was that? You know, I don't uh, think I, I don't think I can take myself out of that. And I mean, if what you're saying is if it if it wasn't what it was supposed to be, it'd be OK, which means they missed the mark. 
they missed the mark for Fantastic Four. If they were, if you just watch it as a, you know, Starship Troopers or Alien or you know some other sci-fi movie that's not based on anything else, it's original. If just look at it as like an original movie. <laughs> I have to say, I'm probably not going to go back and, and do the social experiment that you're proposing. No, no, you don't need to do. You don't need to <laughs> redo it. And I was just so, oh my gosh, Sue Storm was terrible. Like if I now, if I put my Fantastic Four glasses on and I watch it through that, she was just, she was unlikable. And you could tell when she was wearing a wig when they did the reshoots. (laughs) Awful. I agree. I agree. 100% awful. Where where did Dr. Doom get his hoodie and cape in that dimension? (laughs) So we are currently watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I had no idea that it got as intense as it does. Now, I know it's like a primetime, you know, network show. But even by those standards, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't expect it because we just started season three. Um, with the with the girls, they're super duper into it. So there's a there's so some which, in, intense scenes. What? Which season did you say you're on right now? We just started season three. So we we did the episode okay. where like Gemma um, Simmons is in the that other planet. She got sucked into the other planet, and the whole episode is her like surviving on that planet and meeting that dude. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're a couple episodes okay. after that. Okay. Well, there's gonna yeah. be some revelations coming. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. Fantastic. I'm not a fan of the Inhumans and all that stuff, but the the other planet getting sucked into the other planet, I, I really like that. I turned to Jackie and I was like, this was the my favorite episode so far. This is fantastic. She was like, of course it is, because it's just like Interstellar. You love it. She's like, it's so boring. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was good. Oh, Miss Jackie, what are we going to do with you? Felicity still wants Ward to be good. She, Grant Ward. She's like, I, oh. I think that he, he still might be. I'm like, no, he's killing people. He's bad. <laughs> she's like, but but they might like each other. They. She's really into the romance. Like, but Sky and him might still get together. I was like, why? Why would you even want that? Well, I won't spoil you, but stuff is still going to happen. Oh, I'm sure. How, how many seasons was it on for? Like eight? Seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe eight. I, the last season was shorter. I didn't realize but... that Phil Coulson lost a hand. Yeah, that good dude's been jacked. And, and his journey is not over, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. It's, it's fun to talk to you about this so early into it and know all this stuff that happens and just be like, oh gosh, there's so a lot more to go. <laughs> my plan is to watch this and then buy, like I bought the series on iTunes and I download them here at the hospital and then bring them back to the house and we can watch them. Um, and so then we're going to watch the Inhumans and Sharon Carter and was there other shows? Maybe, maybe Cloak and Dagger. I don't know. Maybe Runaways. I'm not sure. I don't know. But definitely. So the, Runaways. Go ahead. I'm what, sorry. What? No, I, I just, just I was, definitely the ABC. Show. Yeah, uh, Runaway season one was great, and then two, it just kind of I don't know where it went. But season season one is very faithful to the comic. It was ah. really surprising how well it was done. I thought very cool. Cloak and Dagger, we watched season one, but we didn't watch season two. We're like, oh, it got canceled, and so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> ah, just like yeah. comics. Ah, I'm not Jennifer, oh my gosh, Jennifer just loved Agent Carter. Just loved it so much. What, there were two seasons. And there, right? for in, yeah, mm-hmm. and so there's some Marvel characters that show up in that, and then uh, and also there's some crossovers with Agents of Shield in that. Oh. And then what was the other show? Oh, Inhumans. Oh gosh, that was bad. 
I know. Oh. There's only eight of them. I think we can suffer through eight of them. I think. You think? You wait till <laughs> you get to about episode five. Like, oh, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> so I believe sad. it. Well, you can see where Marvel kind of went, you know, full all the way to full throttle with Inhumans on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how they just pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And then you can pretty much see where they got the Fox rights back and they dropped Inhumans like old garbage. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, so, dude, thank you for giving me that rundown. That's fantastic. There's a lot yeah, to look you, forward to. So, so there's all these properties. Give me your top three. What three are you most excited about well, coming I'm a from little, the view? Let me look at this and say I'm a little disappointed that Secret Invasion is a TV show, but at the same time, uh, I think you, when we were texting back and forth, you had said, you know, but you get it, it's like a six-hour-long movie, so that would be cool. But it just seems too late in the series. It seems like, unless it takes place earlier, then it seems too late and it seems like it's not going to have that big of an impact on the mcu which something like this would need to have a big impact so you know i i, I don't know what i feel about that um mm-hmm. so the top ones i'm interested um black widow falcon and winter soldier blade i think and moon knight those are the those are the four there's Sounds some awesome. other there's, there's other good stuff there's other good stuff but these are the ones i'm looking forward to most i think wandavision is going to be excellent i think loki's going to be excellent um Shang-Chi will be probably be a lot of action. That'll be fun. Spider-Man, I'm interested, but I'm afraid of being let down. Um, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Hawkeye should be good. I'm not really... Lo- I, I, the Doctor Strange movie, I'm more looking forward to that for the next piece of the story instead of the characters or the action or the crazy computer animation. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, no. Ms. Marvel, no. She-Hulk, eh, maybe. Ironheart, no. Armor Wars, no. Ant-Man and Wasp, no. Fantastic Four, they're going to have to dazzle me. I, Guard, <laughs> Guardians, Guardians, right? Guardians of the Galaxy three uh, should be good, but I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of like, oh, this could be bad in the. Don't <laughs> well, kill my spirit. Well, what about think you? about how many Marvel cinematic movies that were announced that you're like, oh, really? Like, why are we have? Why do we have an Ant Man movie? Why do we need to do a Guardians of the Galaxy? Nobody even knows who those are, and then they all <laughs> out really well. True. True. Yep. I, I remember from my days on the set of Winter Soldier, you of know, yes, um, talking with different extras there about you know, oh, what's gonna be happen next and i was like well you know the next movie is going to be called guardians of the galaxy and they're like you're crazy that's not what are you talking about i've never heard of those characters like you just wait boom (laughs) happened wow you are super vindicated (sighs) yes (laughs) um i'm i'm not looking forward to black panther i think i'm I'm just gonna be sad the whole time yeah and captain marvel probably gonna be sad the whole time for just a different reason Well, so the positive part of both of those two movies is that rumor has it that early scripts for Black Panther 2 included Storm being introduced and Captain Marvel 2 had scripts uh, with Rogue being introduced. What? So maybe there's light there. Okay. I don't I'm, know. All right. Okay. You know, I think Captain Marvel 2 could be good like if they were to bring Rogue in and maybe she doesn't steal all of Carol's powers and put her under, but she steals half so that she's not so... I mean, she's just so powerful. It, it Like, how do you relate with Captain Marvel 2 and enjoy her movie where she can, you know, take on Thanos by herself, you know? Well, so she I mean, I, I, I relate to her because I have the same haircut. You're right. 
you do. That is a very Togolese haircut. <laughs> so I think that would be the best thing is if Captain Marvel got nerfed a little bit, Rogue got half of it, but didn't get the you know energy shooting powers, just the strength and the flight. And then we have Rogue, and you know Black Panther two, you know Storm shows up, and then we now so now we've got Storm, and you know maybe a character shows up in the Multiverse of Madness, you know Beast or Cyclops or something, and, and we have them. So they like kind of doing an Avengers build to the X-Men. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're not seeing any new characters except for Blade, right? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, Blade, Moon Knight, Well, I mean, the Eternals. I guess we are. Yeah, the Eternals. Yep. Yep. The Eternals and Ms. Marvel, and then we have the teenage Hawkeye is going to be showing up in the regular Hawkeye and... Okay, all right, so we have a fair amount. So so I'm completely wrong. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) America Chavez is showing up. Oh, my goodness. Don't don't even say our names the second time. Oh, what a terrible character. Well, so there's a lot of... I mean, Wanda is pregnant in WandaVision, so they're saying, you know, maybe she has Wiccan and Hulkling. You know, Wiccan, not Hulkling. Young Avengers. Yeah, maybe they're building to that. Uh, Because there's no Avengers movie on the slate. That's true. Interesting. So, Hmm. we'll see. Okay. We'll right. And I I told you, too, when I was texting with you, I'm super excited about Abomination coming back in She-Hulk. I cannot oh, yeah. wait for that. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably do them a little bit better, I would think. Same actor, right? Yeah, same guy signed up. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic Four, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Thank you for walking through that. Yeah. Kind of makes the rest of the show pale in comparison, probably. That's a bummer. Well, I mean, that can be our main course. And so now maybe we could have a side. You know, we don't have to do all the sides. We could have a side or two. A foo-foo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Foo-foo. Oh, that was last episode. Oh, yeah. We can't do um, I did try <laughs> my first, um, at a funeral, actually, I tried my first oh. um, goat skin and uh, also vertebrae, goat vertebrae. And that what? was, um, it's, it's, it's like you would imagine. Yeah. So is goat skin like a pork rind or what? Oh no, no, no. It's it's if you they put the whole thing in their, you know, sauce or whatever. This would be like a square, uh, probably three inches by three inches of skin that they throw in there. And if you're lucky enough to get it um, and take a bite, it's almost as if you are eating super melty jello. Uh, oh. But it tastes like pure goat fat. If you ever had goat cheese. Okay. T- yeah, so super appetizing. Mm. Do you I get was like, like chips with that or? Oh, no, it was in my rice. So, you know, you can't stir it around too much or else it just mixes in with everything. So I, I cut a little corner off and I was like, I got to do this, man. I got to I gotta, I gotta try this goat skin thing. Just kind of make sure there's no hair on it. And then uh, fur, if you will. And then I bit oh. it, expecting it to be chewy. And it was like congealed gravy. Oh! Yeah, yeah. So, so I think once what does your enough. face look like when you eat that? Grateful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They gave me that because I'm white and because I'm a missionary, and so they were honoring me by giving me that. Oh, so, that's nice. <clears throat> so they at funerals and weddings, this is crazy, and you know you just got to be grateful, um, even though it's kind of like you know don't put me on a pedestal. I don't need to do that, but, you know. But pastors like Togolese pastors, missionaries, and chiefs of the villages um, get special, you know, in their stuff they get meat in in their meal and everything so like they'll dish you rice they'll put sauce over it and then they'll give you you know they'll fish out meat which is 
you know, attached to a chunk of bone and everything. Oh and, man, they, they, like, eat all the bones here and everything. Like, they, when they eat a chicken, like, they eat a chicken, bro. Like, they'll crack the bones and start chewing them until it's, like, powder. And, uh, yeah, they eat everything because they don't have that. So, it's, you know, it's really hard to turn your nose up at this stuff. Yeah, right. Like, you're the honored guest. You have to just be super excited about it all. And then at, when you get home, you have to take Cipro, which is like a, I guess it's an antibiotic, right? Um, so you don't get sick because our delicate white tummies can't handle it, the bacteria. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, as long as you get all the hair out, right? Yeah, you know, as long as there's no fur. So. Oh, it's Andy, a... when are you coming back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why, COVID? Why? No, it's good. <laughs> It's just different. It's just different. It's good. It's just yeah. Um, okay, Ten of Swords. Yeah. So, did you read Ten of Swords? I have not read any more than what I told you. So, I read the first four chapters. I'm just more. Andy. In, I, I, dude, I read today. I think I read eight. I caught up on Amazing Spider-Man today. I've read eight of them or, or more when I was supposed to be doing billing. I mean, come. <laughs> And I haven't read any Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Good. That, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. You tell me uh, X of Swords, I tell you Spider-Man. Well, no, because you're going to finish X of Swords, aren't you? I, after I, like, okay, so every night, so that I can sleep, I read, like, a page before I fall asleep on my Kindle. So when I am done this book, and I am on 93% of this book, I am going to catch up on X of Swords. Well, I don't want to spoil X of Swords for you, because I think it's something that you'll enjoy reading. Is it? Is there spoilers that, to, to, to spoil it? I mean, well, they yeah, go to the, they go to the tournament? Yeah. I mean, anything we talk about is going to be revealing, like what I liked, what I didn't like, unless we're only talking about the first four parts. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I like you so much. <laughs> you crack me up. Okay. Well. No, it's okay. So the, what, well, what are your impressions of the beginning of? Okay. Well, this, okay. Let's, even before we get to that, do you call it Ten of Swords or X of Swords? X of Swords. Me too. <laughs> okay. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> no, but I will say Powers of Ten, though. Yeah, I, do, I say, no, I see Powers of X, too. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, I mean, Powers of X sounds cooler than Powers, but I did like that. So I am very invested in the core X-Men book. I am not invested in the other one. Um, I know that this is... And so really, if Hickman's writing, that's when I'll jump on board. I'm a little behind on the special giant-sized issues, um, and I think I'm three issues behind on the X-Men, you know, because of the tie-in. So I want to read the whole thing, but there's just a lot of, like, junk in there that I'm like, I don't care if rock slide is a different person now like i just don't care just tell me that when the, you die in the where is it elseworlds other land camelot other other world other other world you can't come back got it okay got it i thought it was cool that the summoner betrayed apocalypse um the only reason i was reading excalibur for as long as i did just because apocalypse was in it um he is so cool in when he is conniving and planning not when he's just super powerful um so anyway i'm, I'm interested what do you think about the whole thing in general 
about if I if I understand correctly, we have Krakoa, and then we have this other place, and then we have a place in the middle that's and, and this army is coming from the other place to other world to have this battle to take over Krakoa. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Why yeah. are they coming? Why do they want to come to Krakoa? <clears throat> uh, because Krakoa was originally connected to Arako, and they want it back. So, what was that other island that Krakoa went to? Oh, and, earlier. And con- yeah, and conjoined with. A Krako? Sure, I know that so- yeah. I know that sounds like a joke, but I know it's all the same letters. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's all the same letters on purpose. I get this, I get it. I'm not, I'm not like... <laughs> A Philistine. I, I understand. <laughs> but, okay, so <clears throat> Arako is where Apocalypse came from, right? Or his people retreated to there, or what? Yes. Okay, so then Saturnine sets up this whole tournament on Otherworld that the forces of Arako and the forces of Krakoa are going to fight in this tournament for what? What is the prize? The prize is that uh, they you take over Kirkoa, like they would be able to come and take over Kirkoa, and and by all accounts, they would then take over the world. But what if the X Men win? Do they get Araka? I believe that yeah, it comes together, but that they still, but they don't come with it. They go back underground. Okay, okay. So I guess my main question for this whole thing, without giving anything away, I know you're you're dancing around some answers. Is is <laughs> Is this, does this matter to the entire run? Like, you know how Hickman's run on Avengers was time runs out? Like, it, it kind of mattered, but it kind of didn't. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was, go- the whole thing was really about Secret War, Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, is, it, is this a chapter that you think that you could skip in the whole grand scheme of I mean, the, I know we don't know yet, but... The X of Swords? Yeah, because isn't like, it the bridge, isn't it the crossover that connects Dawn of X to Reign of X? It is, but there's some big stuff that happens that you might be okay. like, well, why is this character here? Where is this character? Or this doesn't make any sense. Okay. So I, what I did is I sent you that, that picture of just the issues I think you need to read. Yes, yes. And that's probably... It's I'm, 22. I'm, I'm probably going I, I'm sorry we have a little bit of lag but I'm probably going to power through and read all of it when I'm done this book but it'll take me it'll take me a while I fall asleep when I'm reading so <laughs> oh yeah I mean you can definitely read them all every every issue will provide some sort of insight but if you're like trying to just make it through and get the the main parts like I sent that to you and I sent it to Bradley too just uh if you're looking to to save time on it right on because a lot of the issues are just how so and so gets their sword and you know you want to do you want to spend 15 minutes reading that and 3.99 or do you want to just pass it and be like yep okay cypher has a sword yep storm has a sword all right wolverine has a sword oh it took wolverine two issues to get his sword you know What what I don't get with the Wolverine, like how how are these writers okay with this to say, all right, we're gonna have a Wolverine book. Number one is gonna be half of this crazy story and half vampires, and then uh, we're gonna have three issues of this weirdo story about some kid in a hospital bed in the flower, and then we're gonna do one story about vampires, <laughs> and then we're gonna do this uh, uh, X of Swords storyline. But we'll get back to the other stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. It, it, it's fine. It all fits together. And then the <laughs> X the X factor thing, like, oh man, we got to figure out what's going on with these, you know, these deaths and disappearances of mutants. By the way, issue two, we're going to jump right into X of Swords, and maybe we'll get back to the premise of the book. How how is the writers okay with it? 
<laughs> I think it's just editorial telling them what's going on. Well, probably. It's just, it's it's stupid and I don't like it. <laughs> well, okay then. You guys hear well, that, Marvel? Why don't you just give me a chapter one, chapter two, chapter three of X of Swords and then keep the other books going? I don't understand. Do, do people have an, a, a too big of a problem that they're like wait a minute is wolverine number three going on during x of swords or not i don't know what's going on like i mean look i just read well i just skimmed uh king and black number one while i'm reading amazing spider-man the whole world is enveloped in this symbiote blanket thing and uh, you know everybody's fighting these symbiotes that come down these poor people who are not mutants or superheroes and they just have to live on earth during this time i mean like everybody's got to be like so depressed and like <laughs> oh yeah well last week what happened was we found another earth inside of ours and uh, <laughs> this week uh, a symbiote god came down and kind of blacked out the sun for a long time but you know i still went to work i know <laughs> Flipping burgers. I still went to work. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, work was actually destroyed. <laughs> like goodness gracious! Like yeah. So I guess you know. I guess uh, the sun didn't come out today. It's probably Null, the god of the symbiote. I guess we're teleworking today. <laughs> but the uh, phone lines are down because the towers were all destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Like I, it's okay. The century's on it. Oh wait, no, he's not. Well, he's on a lot of it. Okay. Like, it was just three weeks ago we had all these things from these Norse realms were here destroying everything. And oh, now we got symbiotes. And yeah, they, the, look, the, they look outside and they're like, was it the Dark Elves? No, I think it's symbiotes this time. Oh, uh, yeah, that, make, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it's about time for just, that again. I was just watching the news that something is going over on with these islands fighting over in Asia. <laughs> Didn't we just but, have plants attacking us? What happened to that? And then there were these yes. zombies and yeah we're fine but the news tells me if i take these plants like i ingest them i'm gonna live longer because now it's medicine that i'm dealing with (laughs) (laughs) right i'm confused are these the same plants that if i take i'm gonna live longer or are these the ones that are trying to eat me and kill me (laughs) i gotta be be clear which ones these are no no these are the good ones we're gonna sell you these how do i know you're not gonna sell me the ones that are gonna kill me I'm not talking about, like, if I ingest them, but, like, with their hands and their swords, gonna kill me. Amen. Who wants to live in the Marvel Universe? Not this not guy. Not me. Goodness gracious. And then you get all these, like, uh, you know, the Marvels, the, the Kurt Busiek, uh and Alex Ross things where it's like, the world changed that day. Oh, the world's changing every day. Yeah. Anyway, it's a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun. We love it. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of, so you don't have Disney Plus, right? Is that what you're telling me? That's that whole thing that I just went through. That's to tell you I don't have Disney. No, no. It just what you said kind of reminded me of something on Disney Plus. But I know that earlier we were talking about how you're hoping that the internet gets faster and then you can get Disney Plus. Yeah, if it works with my VPN, I got to trick Disney into thinking I want to watch and pay for their stuff, and I'm in a country that they'll allow me to do. Yes. Okay. No, because there's a a new show on Disney Plus. Uh, called what is it marvel uh 616 and there's an episode that just completely destroys dan slot i don't think they disney and marvel didn't maybe they didn't realize they were doing it but it just lambasts him and paints him in a terrible light and when we were talking about that it made me think oh my gosh andy would love that episode (laughs) wait a minute wait why how how did they how did they do that because it goes behind the scenes of dan slot being assigned iron man 2020 number one and goes through the process of how that comic is made and 
he's just, oh, I'm late on my deadlines. Ha ha ha, it's so hilarious. And then Tom Brevoort is like, well, since he's going to be late, which is something that happens a lot, we got a co-scriptor. And so then the co-scriptor is like, uh, Is it, is it Christos Gage? Yes. Of so course Christos it is. Gage. Dude, he's they like, call pretty... they call in they call in Christos Gage all the time for well, that's slot. What he said. Yeah. Yes, he's like I do this all the time. I'm kind of like the de facto because slot isn't great with his deadlines. And then the <laughs> artist is like, yeah, I worked with slot before. I know I'm gonna get my stuff late. And the letterer is like, I stay up all night because I know I'm not gonna get it until the day before it's due. And sure enough, Dan Slot turns it into him the day before it's due, and he has to letter the entire thing oh, and send goodness. it off. And, like, they just threw him right under the bus. Meanwhile, Dan Stott's, like, walking like this happy little elf, I don't know, just, like, wobbling around, like, hee, hee, hee. And he's, like, <laughs> going to go get his, do an autograph signing at the, the local comic book store. And, like, this, and, and the whole thing is called doing comics using the Marvel method. Except <laughs> he doesn't use the Marvel method at all. Uh, oh my gosh, just terrible. How he still has a job, I don't know. I have no idea. What's he writing right now? Fantastic. Yeah, he's writing Fantastic Four. But he also writes a lot of like little side stuff, you know? Like if some like Iron Man 2020, for example, you know? I thought he was off that book. It was only six ep- issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I you weren't with me when I met Christos Cage. I guess not. No, I guess yeah. it was in New Orleans. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. He, um, man, we're if we're going to get canceled for anything, it's going to be this. Um, yeah, I was talking to him. Very nice. I met him and his wife. Um, extremely nice people. And his wife, I got the impression, was very proud of him, uh, her husband. And, like, she was telling me like yeah we kind of tease dan that uh the issues that sell the most are the ones that christos <laughs> writes <laughs> and like <laughs> I told him, I was like, I, I really enjoy your writing. I liked, you know, can you sign this Fantastic Four Spider-Man that you did? And um, I said, I noticed that you fill in a lot and you work with Dan Slott. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I really like your writing. I like when you fill in. You know, I was trying to be nice, very diplomatic, because I don't know who knows what. And, I, you know, it's just rude to go up and, you know. Um, anyway. So, uh, anyway, I thought it was really funny how they're like, yeah, 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 we, we would do a lot of writing uh, with Dan. Uh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> he gave me his, uh, I think he gave me his phone number and his Facebook page. I just never reached out to him because I hate talking on the phone. Holy cow. Why did Christos Gage give you his phone number? I, I, I don't know. It was years ago. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We could have done an interview. I don't know what I was thinking. What? No, I'm just, I'm trying to figure, maybe I just don't have people skills, but I just don't know how I would be in a conversation with somebody, even a friend, and they would give me their phone number. <laughs> <laughs> even a friend. Uh, yeah. What can you do? That's, that's impressive. Like, you've got good people skills. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it was very enjoyable to, to meet him. And I forget what, like, he did a lot of uh, Avengers Academy with Dan Slott, right? Or no, Christos Gage, I'm getting confused. This is sad. Did he do Young Allies or no? Is that, um... Nobody read Young Allies. Who cares? I read Young Allies. Well, and look how memorable it was. Uh, I'm always thinking that that was another guy. It's been this long. That's so sad. (laughs) It's so sad. The guy who wrote Sentinel, right? Or no, I'm wrong about that. Whatever, not not Brian Reed, the other dude. Oh crap! It's on the tip of my tongue. We have to move on. I'm gonna yeah. lose it. So, <laughs> did you read King and Black number one? 
I read the first one, yes. Okay. What was your first impression of, of this book? So I haven't been reading Venom, and I didn't read Absolute Carnage. So wasn't really sure. Like, oh, okay, I guess we're full-scale invasion here. I guess we're right <laughs> into it. But that's right. probably my fault, because I didn't read the other stuff, you know? Sure. The biggest surprise for me was that Captain America gave uh, Eddie Brock a communicator that he could talk to him and the other Avengers with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Spider-Man's arch enemy. Here, you can have our... It's like you with Christos Gage. Like, here's my phone number. <laughs> I appreciate that you just said I'm somebody's arch enemy. <laughs> Dan Slots. <laughs> here's Dan... <laughs> so you're Dan Slots' arch enemy. Let me give you my phone number. <laughs> right. <laughs> Captain America's like, listen, I'm not a huge fan of Pete, the whole Civil War thing. <laughs> Let me give you my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that so, kind of threw me off yeah but, okay uh, go, go on I, I mean you know what my favorite part of it was though i do know i i do know what your favorite part of it was i mean like storm was the savior of the issue that was amazing <laughs> i just thought that was great like they always go to thor well thor has lightning he'll be fine well we can't get a hold of Thor or whatever. Well, what do you know? The former, you know, the most famous mutant in the Marvel Universe, the former Queen of Wakanda, the leader of the X-Men and member of the Quiet Council, Storm has entered the building. It was great. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me your favorite part was when Sentinel got ripped in half. Who? The Sentinel. The Sentry. The Sentry got ripped in half. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There were no sentinels in that issue. <laughs> no, no, no. The century got ripped in half. Yeah, that that was probably your least favorite part, wasn't it? I, when I saw that and I saw him flying up and I was like, well, this is weird. We've seen this before. Like, this makes, you know, like ripped carnage in half and everything. But then when he grabbed them and he said... I am the void. I was like, oh, that, that's cool. Like, that's cool. I don't know why I'm obsessed with this character of the century. I don't know why. It, it, it's not rational. But I really love him. And even though he's died several times and come back, every time he gets eviscerated, like... I'm like, oh, wow, what's going to happen? So when he said, I am the void, and I know, like, I honestly, I just skimmed this issue because I, I, I started reading it and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I can't. I have not read Venom. I don't, I'm not digging this Eddie Brock with the giant beard. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to skim this. And then as I skimmed it more and more, like further along, I was like, yes, I made a good decision. I cannot, the Avengers working with Eddie, I can't, I can't. Um, <laughs> and so then, like, when he finally comes and he says, uh, and then the sentinel shows up i was like oh wait 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 wait! let me read this part pretty carefully here uh so my first thought when i opened up this book i was like wow this art is amazing and then when i turned the page i was like wow a whole 40 pages of this art is not amazing and i <laughs> cannot i cannot do this <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I was like I, I'm gonna have to skim this and then like the last page where it just like wraps around the earth I was like yeah I made a wise choice no I'm, I can't read number two I'm not sticking with this and then when I saw the like the checklist at the end I was like Atlantis attacks number five is included in this event uh i'm pretty sure that started coming out in 2019 like <laughs> like no no we're not doing this no one cares about atlantis attacks no it was awful and was that al ewing i can't no that was greg pock wasn't it yeah when i read yeah. the first one i think i read the first two and i was like whoa whoa wait a minute this really has nothing to do with atlantis this is all like these side <laughs> characters like amadeus cho characters i'm like no 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 you're not tricking me into reading this 
Yeah, he, I mean, Pac really likes those characters that he created and uh, just doesn't want to let him go. No, it's like he is still delving back into his series, The Run on Incredible Hercules. Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) Again, he's a fantastic writer. I've said this before, like within his own series and what he's doing, it's great. But you gotta like his series. I mean, man, the only other person I can compare him to, which sadly is, I think, a step down, is that Parker guy who wrote Agents of Atlas. Do you know what I'm talking about? another title I didn't read. Yeah, that, that was not good. And he wrote, I think for a little while, he wrote Thunderbolt. And the art was really good. It was crisp. It was like coming out of Civil War. It was probably two years or three years after Civil War. But uh, he he loved those same characters. He kept going back to these same characters. And I, I think Pac's saving grace is that he wrote Testament, right? Magneto Testament? He wrote Storm. The most recent series? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't finish yeah. that. But he is a good <laughs> writer. It's just, you know, you got to be interested in what he's writing about. Right. And he, you know, he, wrote, he wrote Planet Hulk and World War Hulk and stuff. Yeah, he's had some, I mean, Slot has had some good stuff too. Right, Avengers yeah, Academy like, was good. Yeah, yeah. Every you know, every writer has hits and misses. You just want to have more hits than misses, hopefully. And I think Pac has had a, a lot of misses, unfortunately. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, Dan Slott, he just does so much that he's like, I'm not playing percentages. I'm playing just volume. Well, Christos does so much. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Uh, Dan Slott's Superior Spider-Man run, great. It really was. I can objectively say that it was a great run of comics. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's probably like his definitive story, at least for me. Like that's what he really excelled at. Speaking of Spider-Man, all right, moving into this amazing Spider-Man, Nick Spencer. So we just hit issue fifty-four came out. Fifty-five okay. is slated to come out, I think, next week or this week. And so, do you know anything about this run so far? I read like the headlines of stuff that's happened. Like I know that Peter was killed again. <laughs> you you say that with such like he was he was killed again. It's ridiculous. And I know Harry <laughs> Harry came back and somebody was like looked like Hush from DC Comic. Oh no. Now first of all first of all, that's not true. Secondly, sadly, Hush looked a million times better. But it was Jim Lee, right? I mean, oh yeah, I mean yeah. You can't compare. You can't compare that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, for 50 issues now, we've been wondering who this villain, the Kindred, is. And he's been tormenting different villains and, and, and getting close to Spider-Man and uh, going into his dreams and everything. We find out that it's Harry. Um, he resurrected the Sin Eater. He... I mean, it's a whole long story. The The art works most of the time um, in these last five issues, 50 to 54. And then there's like living or last remains is a like 51, 50 point LR, 51 point LR. And it's basically a, a, a companion title. Uh, what is that called? Limited series that goes along with it. Um, it's It's outlandish. But it's kind of fun because Spencer's entire run has been going back kind of through the history of Spider-Man. And so he's made it up to JMS's run and then a little bit of Brand New Day. And what the do, way What do you mean he's going through it? Okay, so like he, he hits some of the old villains. He brings in like just like these little Easter eggs, right? He brings in oh. Winters. He 
talks about his relationship with J. Jonah Jameson. Um, and so now he's kind of focusing on like, he, he touched on uh, J. Michael Straczynski's run of like when he teamed up with Doctor Strange and they talked about that. And then his relationship with Black Cat. And so he's hitting a lot of these points of history. They resurrected the Sin Eater, which, you know, the, the death of Gene DeWolf. Um, all these things that he's touched on about uh mary jane going back to hollywood and coming back and kind of reigniting this the romance between mary jane and peter it's been fun it's been a lot of fun um and this last thing it's it's really hard to explain but it's so convoluted he's gonna bring moreland back in a in an interesting way i think um so far you know and he takes some liberties of like when we last saw these they weren't necessarily you know the continuity is a little bit uh skewed i guess but yes speeder uh speeder peter (laughs) spider-man is killed he makes a deal with kindred who turns out to be harry osborne he says save those people take my life i don't even care anymore and so he kills him and he resurrects him and kills him again resurrects him and just keeps killing him and showing him and where it leaves off the last one i read issue 54 is showing him like all this stuff happens because you think you know what's best and you think you're doing the right thing he's like oh i just you know it's up to me it's my decision i know what's best but all this is you just deciding and not letting these people live their lives which to me is a very interesting concept because for a long time i'm like if spider-man didn't exist this battle wouldn't be taking place because this villain wouldn't exist they wouldn't feel like that they needed revenge and so those type of stories always kill me and that's why i didn't like that's why i did like j michael straczynski's run because the villains were always just after peter because of stuff he did in the past oh you always ruined my bank heist so now i'm gonna kill you you know like yeah um, so Spencer's had a good mix of that and he's got a lot of loose ends that threads that he can go back to after this and so that kind of keeps you on edge and um, a lot of good relationships and the art is not too gritty but in this series though some some of the art is is really fantastic the sequentials for some of these guys that I don't know the storytelling the sequential storytelling is a little bit lacking you're like how in the world did you get from here to there mm. in just those words you you know like um but overall the art has truly matched the the tone and they brought bagley back for these last couple issues which i know he did back in the 90s and obviously he did ultimate spider-man for the longest yeah so it's good to have him back it's a little hard to read um with him on art just because you're you think spider-man's supposed to be a teenager because he was on ultimate spider-man for so long sure um but anyway it, it's got a good feel to it i'm very Im- surprisingly invested in the story um it doesn't explain how these supernatural powers how harry has supernatural powers or who these demons are or if he's really a person or if he's just somehow tapping into technology i don't have confidence that that's going to be fully explained but i think Mm. the theme of spider-man what are you doing you know like dan slot he was like no more people die um and i can understand that sentence right like that's a rubber meets the road thing but this this theme that spencer's 
exploring right now is all these terrible things happen to the people you love because you made these choices <laughs> and your choices no you didn't kill them but your choices had ripple effects that killed all these people if you just minded your own business maybe these things wouldn't happen so yeah. i'm interested to see where that goes and he's got some very interesting commentary on sin which is a uh, a theme that he's doing especially with the sin eater and everything um he was like the wages of sin you know what that is and sin like makes you ashamed and then it makes you afraid and you want to hide these things and you know coming from a christian perspective i mean i can't say i disagree with anything that he's saying which i find surprising because not a lot of people agree with you know the bible uh these concepts are are broader than than that in in general society obviously but i do think that the it's interesting the the companion series is not as interesting but it is well written it's the same guy who did that um uh, the Punisher series and Hawkeye Freefall, which was amazing. Again, you should read that. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, and right now I'm down to the one book I read consistently still is Spider-Man. And so it is, it was a lot of fun to catch up on that. That's awesome, man. It sounds like you're really excited about this run. I am. Yeah. I mean, Slot ended his run well with number 801 that Spider-Man is the everyman. Um, but I was just so tired of Slot's outlandish, hey, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to get back to Spider-Man and his cast of characters and the relationships and, you know, the things he goes through and this Parker luck and all that. And some of the Nick Spencer stuff has been outlandish. Um, and this, this run is too, but I, I'm... I am really excited that he's dealing with, oh, all these villains are just out to have revenge on Spider-Man. So maybe, I'm hoping, after this, that it's not all about people who are obsessed with Spider-Man and that we can move on from this and maybe turn a new page. So, Which a lot of his run has been, you know, not people trying to get back at Spider-Man. So anyway, awesome. it's really, yeah, it's good. It, it's good. It, it's kind of conflicting because I love this character and so many people, so many villains are just out to get him. So, but if I don't like those stories, then that's 50% of the stories. And it was cool too, because he fought the Juggernaut and the Sin Eater got the, the powers of the Juggernaut. So I know that that's like a historic thing that uh, one of those big, tropes is that oh the spider-man and the juggernaut have this thing so you know it, it was cool so you haven't read any any of spencer's run on spider-man yet or no i i have some of the issues but i haven't read them gotcha gotcha i, I tend to do that i get all this stuff and put it on the shelf and save it for a rainy day and then it rains and i reread age of apocalypse so. if you <laughs> i understand um, if you read Superior Foes of Spider-Man, um, which was during Dan Slott's run, but it was Nick Spencer that wrote it, if that's at all interesting or fun to you, then you would like Because it kind of has boomerang, and it has that kind of sense and feel, but it can be serious when it needs to be. Um, so you kind of have that, you know, that play. But it does make me want to go back and reread the J. Michael Straczynski run. Um, so, you know, it, it brings that nostalgia to it also. And he's got, as one of the main artists that switches off, he's got Ryan Otley, who he was the primary artist, if not the only artist, on Kirkman's 
Invincible run. Mm -hmm. And so you have that kind of look and feel, which it really does bring a new feel to Spider-Man. Not you got to get used to it, but it fits the tone of Spencer's writing very well. But again, these last few issues, they've had different uh, illustrators, and I think that the the tone of the book and the writing <clears throat> has matched the, the the penciling. So I think that that's good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. Well, I'll maybe have to check it out then. <laughs> Telling you. What you gotta do is read Hawkeye Free. That's what everybody says how great Hawkeye was, and it looks like the Disney Plus show is gonna be based right on it with Pizza Dog and everything. So I guess I should. No, that's a different run. I mean, that oh. run is that run is fantastic. Also, that's oh. that's Matt Fraction and David Aja. Oh, Fraction and Aja. Yeah, and there, I mean, that was amazing, and their Iron Fist was amazing too. Now, it got a little weird at the end with Kate Bishop, how he was running two different storylines. One was out in the West Coast and one was on the East Coast. But it it was a fun run. It definitely was. And it was very artistic, too, which I appreciated. I enjoyed that. But this freefall run from a serious writer that did The Punisher, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Did you, did you like the character Hunter in S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, I liked him. That's the feeling I get from Hawkeye in, in this run, Freefall. Okay. Well, you've halfway talked me into I halfway talked you into it months ago, and you didn't read it. You did? Yes. You said, well, if you recommend it, then of course I have to read it. Well, <laughs> I, I've done that on a few things. I, I'm such a creature of habit. I have, I think I counted my trades, and I have like a thousand. And oh, I always Lord. go back to like, like right now I'm rereading House of X. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I've already read it, and I have probably 800 trades I haven't read. Go read those, you know? Uh, yeah, I understand. I, I'm, I'm, sometime I'm going to... I The only comics I brought here in physical form is Earth X, Universe X, and Paradise X. Really? Yes! And so, I mean, I know I'm going to go back to those. <laughs> You're going to have those memorized by the time you come back to the States. <laughs> when is that? We, when, when are we coming back? Yeah. Well, it depends on what conspiracy theories you subscribe to. <laughs> but we're slated to come back in three and a half years. Oh, X-Men should be in the movie theaters, hopefully, by that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what date does Fantastic Four come out? That's when, that's when we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> the Sentry movie will be out for that. Oh, we could only hope. With Carnage in it, yes. That would be, I mean, that would be something that they could really do, you know. It, Sentry doesn't have a whole lot of t ties or backgrounds. Could be like a one-off, you know, six-episode Disney Plus show. Doesn't have to be tied to the Avengers or Spider-Man, but just the life of him and how he has this double life and the void and all that stuff. It'd be like a cool psychological hometown thriller. And it wouldn't even have to be connected to Marvel. It'd be a great sci-fi movie on its own. Yeah, exactly. You just don't put your century glasses on. <laughs> All right. I think we are good to go, sir. Do you have anything yes, else you want to say? No, that was that was fun. I'm glad we were able to I record. Know, I know you took a whole day off of work. <laughs> well, anything for the fans. Ah, for the fans. All right. So this is the M6E. Again, you can uh, you can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the M6P. Visit our website vm6p.com you can check us out on all the social media platforms facebook youtube instagram twitter under the handle the m6p and also give us a call at 616-755-TINA right now actually after the episode let us know what you thought about the episode by giving us a call and leave
leaving a voicemail. 616-755-TINA. And we are sponsored by DCBService.com. Discount comic book service, the best place on the internet to get your single issues of your Marvel books. 40% off of your Marvel single issues and their sister site, In Stock Trades. That's DCBService.com and InStockTrades.com. And we're sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can check them out at CRPSavings.com. They are $39 uh for a lifetime, $39 for a lifetime membership. For all your purchases at Office Depot and Office Max, you save tons of money by having their membership. Uh, most orders pay for the membership the first time and everything else is just bonus. So check it out, crpsavings.com. We're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com. Darren runs that. and Darren is uh, great at SEO and marketing. You can get a website ready for you. He can get your name out there. Uh, there aren't many people better than Darren when it comes to SEO. SEO and marketing. So check him out at michaelwebsolutions.com. And lastly, we're sponsored by ourselves, The Marvelous Box. You can check us out at www.themarvelousbox.com. You drop $25 for a quarter and, uh, well, for a quarter of the year, and you get over $100 of Marvel graphic novels, brand new, sent right to your front door, hardcover, softcover, epic collection, series, you name it. We've got them in there. You'll love it. I guarantee you'll love it. We've never had one person cancel with us that say said they just didn't like the selection they were getting. Uh, we put together each box uh, based on maybe uh, an email that you've sent us saying, I really like the X-Men, or I really like Spider-Man, or uh, no Punisher titles, whatever you say. Uh, we try and curate <laughs> a box for you that is going to be something that you enjoy. So check it out at themarvelousbox.com. All right. Thank you, man. And uh, hopefully we can do this again sometime relatively soon. Thank you, fans and listeners, for hanging with us. And uh, if you have anything you want to say to us, please email us. Please send in a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. We want to know how you're doing out there. We know the thing that, that times are tough and... Uh, also that, you know, during these times, people get lonely um, with COVID and all this nonsense and everything else is going on. Uh, reach out to us. Shoot us an email. Give us a voicemail. Let us know how you're doing. All right. Well, until next time, this is the M6P. to reformat this thing it really did throw a throw a wrench in almost everything no all right it's not like you knew we were gonna do this and you could have prepared <laughs> I...